Chapter One of the Surprising Adventures of the Magical Monarch of Mo. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Phil Chenevere, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The Surprising Adventures of the Magical Monarch of Mo by L. Frank Baum. The First Surprise, The Beautiful Valley of Mo. There are several questions you would like to ask at the very beginning of this history. First, who is the monarch of Mo, and why is he called the Magical Monarch? And where is Mo, anyhow? And why have you never heard of it before? And can it be reached by a railroad or a trolley car, or must one walk all the way? These questions, I realize, should be answered before we, that we means you in the book, can settle down for a comfortable reading of all the wonders and astonishing adventures I shall endeavor faithfully to relate. In the first place, the monarch of Mo is a very pleasant personage holding the rank of king. He is not very tall, nor is he very short. He is midway between fat and lean. He is delightfully jolly when he is not sad, and seldom sad if he can possibly be jolly. How old he may be, I have never dared to inquire. But when we realize that he is destined to live as long as the Valley of Mo exists, we may reasonably suppose the monarch of Mo is exactly as old as his native land, and no one in Mo has ever reckoned up the years to see how many they have been. So we will just say that the monarch of Mo and the Valley of Mo are each a part of the other and cannot be separated. He is not called the magical monarch because he deals in magic, for he doesn't deal in magic. But he leads such a queer life in such a queer country that his history will surely seem magical to us who inhabit the civilized places of the world and think that anything we cannot find a reason for must be due to magic. The life of the monarch of Mo seems simple enough to him, you may be sure, for he knows no other existence. And our ways of living, could he know of them, would doubtless astonish him greatly. The land of Mo, which is ruled by the king we call the magical monarch, is often spoken of as the beautiful valley. If they would only put it on the maps of our geographies and paint it pink or light green, we could print a big round dot where the king's castle stands. It would be easy enough to point out to you its exact location. But I cannot find the Valley of Mo in any geography I have examined. So I suspect the men who made these instructive books really know nothing about Mo, else it would surely be on the maps. Of one thing I am certain, that no other country included in the maps is so altogether delightful as the beautiful Valley of Mo. The sun shines all the time, and its rays are perfumed. The people who live in the valley do not sleep because there is no night. Everything they can possibly need grows on the trees, so they have no use for money at all and that saves them a deal of worry. There are no poor people in this quaint valley. When a person desires a new hat, he waits till one is ripe, and then picks it and wears it without asking anybody's permission. If a lady wishes a new ring, 
She examines carefully those upon the ring-tree, and when she finds one that fits her finger, she picks it and wears it upon her hand. In this way they procure all they desire. There are two rivers in the land of Mo, one of which flows milk of a very rich quality. Some of the islands in the Milk River are made of excellent cheese, and the people are welcome to spade up this cheese whenever they wish to eat it. In the little pools near the bank where the current does not flow swiftly, delicious cream rises to the top of the milk, and instead of water-lilies great strawberry leaves grow upon the surface, and the ripe red berries lie dipping their noses into the cream, as if inviting you to come and eat them. The sand that forms the river-bank is pure white sugar, and all kinds of candies and bonbons grow thick on the low bushes, so that anyone may pluck them easily. These are only a few of the remarkable things that exist in the beautiful valley. The people are merry, light-hearted folk, who live in beautiful houses of pure crystal, where they can rest themselves and play their games and go in when it rains. For it rains in Mo as it does everywhere else, only it rains lemonade and the lightning in the sky resembles the most beautiful fireworks, and the thunder is usually a chorus from the opera of Tannhauser. No one ever dies in this valley, and the people are always young and beautiful. There is the king and a queen, besides several princes and princesses, but it is not much use being a prince in Mo, because the king cannot die, therefore a prince is a prince to the end of his days, and his days never end. Strange things occur in this strange land, as you may imagine, and while I relate some of these you will learn more of the peculiar features of the beautiful valley. End of chapter 1